get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Get It Done Sports Radio with your host, Karif Bird. Our program is an inside look at the total high school athlete and the college recruiting process. And we'll give you a better understanding of who Get It Done Sports is and how we produce a new generation of athletes today. Now, here's your host, Karif Bird. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us this morning. How are you doing, Radio World? Um, today, we have a very special guest. His name is Dante Gamble, a.k.a. Mr. Excitement. Um, a lot of you may remember him from a few years back, the Michael Irvin Show. Uh, he was actually a finalist, a top four finalist on the show. I actually thought he was going to make the team, should have made the team, in my opinion. But I could be a little biased because he is a good friend of mine. Uh, Dante, thanks for joining us today, man. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, for man. For sure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. My pleasure to have you on the show. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is our first show, so Dante is our first guest. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Um, I want to start off really just by giving a brief summary of what we're going to be talking about today and kind of throughout most of the shows. Uh, we're dealing with high school recruiting. Um, there is a become a huge market uh, for kids, I bet pretty much what pays the bills for a lot of people these days, uh, whether it be training, uh, athletes as far as getting to colleges, uh, c- coaches can't win without players. Uh, it's a big market. So it is, it is in high demand. And I almost look at it as it's kind of like a Wall Street of, uh, of uh, sports. Yeah. But uh, Dante, take me through the process. Having been a part of the recruiting process yourself at one point, um, I know it's been about 15 years. Uh, I've been about the same for myself. Um, things have changed a lot. Uh, over the over the course of uh, 15 years, things have changed over the past three years. Um, take us through what your process was like, and then take us through what you see now dealing with young people. Because um, I feel like it's a lot more stressful now than it was back then. Right. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there is a lot more access. It is a lot, lot easier for kids to get looked at due to the internet, camps, so forth, have you? Right. But tell me what your process was like, and then what you see is different now? Well, uh, first thing I can think of is, um, you know, the advantages that there is more advantages today than there was when I was coming out. Um, I mean, back then when I was coming out, it was more, uh, you know, you just had to do your thing on the field. And, of course, you had to take care of the classroom because without the classroom, you can't, you know, can't play. But uh, as far as the recruiting uh, you know, on the field, you just had to be that guy out there. And, uh, you know, it was just pretty simple. Hey, you know, we take interest in you, um, you know, understand that there's a lot of guys that we're looking at. So, you you know, you have to really, you know, be a guy out there and step your game up. Um, 
opposed to now, uh, you know, and that, like I said, in that in that right, you just had to kind of do it on your own. Now it's a little bit easier, you know, if you are a good athlete. It's easier because you got you're exposed to so many things. You got these camps, you got seven on sevens, and things like that. So, uh, you know, my process was more of, um, you know, just real cut and dry. Like, hey, man, you you battling against a uh, hundred thousand kids, um, you know, and you probably in your state alone to get this one scholarship. And, uh, you know, um, you you didn't have all these, you know, different scouts that, you know, these these different uh, people that come out to these venues that, you know, these, uh, you know, these recruiters and things like that. We didn't have uh, as many as it is as it is today. So it was it was a uh, it was a little bit tougher, you know, what I mean, a little bit tougher. Uh, but at the end of the day, the pressure wasn't the same as far as uh, being exposed to so many things, because um, you got you got so much limelight and so many so many people on you. You got, you know the internet and you got uh you know all these instagrams and things like that where people uh you know you got people looking at you besides the school and at the end of the day you got to be careful on you know what you put out there and uh you know because people are watching so all right let me ask you a question you mentioned seven on seven right um something that i personally enjoy watching myself something me and you actually involved in at one time yeah um that kind of has evolved and and i look at that kind of as as soccer, you know, uh-huh. softball, baseball, do you think it's helped as far as high school football goes? Because here's the thing, you know, we were in high school, it would any sport for that matter. Let's just let's just let's just use football because that's what we're what we're, we're familiar with personally uh, the most. When we were in high school, once you finished, if we if you lost first round of playoffs or you didn't make it to the playoffs, and that was the first week in November, thank you guys. See you juniors and sophomores next year. Seniors, good luck right. to you. You didn't see the guy, and you didn't see the coach until spring ball. Right. Now you have seven-on-seven seven stuff. But the thing that's changed a lot is that kids are now asked to be a part of all-season programs, right. which personally I feel like has helped a lot of kids, but it also hurt them in the, in the aspect of you can't do other sports. It, it's right. made it difficult for guys who want to play. I mean, there was guys that played football and basketball. Don't really see it that much anymore unless he's just an exceptional mm-hmm. athlete at both sports. A lot of guys used to play baseball, football right. and baseball. Yeah. Guys aren't really doing that that much anymore, right. you know, because here's the thing. There's all-season program available, and also now we have the seven-on-seven seven things that have kind of taken over where soccer is uh, as far as with the, the travel teams, travel baseball, uh, travel softball. Do you feel that it has hurt high school football or helped it? Um, in my opinion, uh, I honestly, I, I believe as far as just football alone, I believe it's helped high school football. Okay. And for that reason is because the simple fact that, um, these guys are putting all their time into football. Now as a, a high school athlete, you know, it, you know, it kind of kills that, you know, I'm sure when you played, when I played, you know, I played basketball, football track you know i did everything yeah but today it's it's, you know that's kind of like you know it's that's gone you know i mean because you got these guys who you know it's year-round football is year-round now you know basketball was the thing that that kind of did it first you know with the traveling teams and stuff like that and then basketball is kind of year-round also now well you know it's been like that for a minute but football is a year-round thing because you got you know you got your regular season and then like you say after the season then guys are going to go train then after that you got the seven on seven deal um, so at this point, um, as far as 
uh, you know, I see it as far as football alone. I think it helps it because it keeps these guys mind in tune on what they want to do. If you want to choose football as your sport, then now I think it's good because it's no dead period. You can only get better. You know, you spend this time to get better. I understand. Let me let me let me ask you a quick question, though. Okay, let let's just take. Do you ever think? And this is this is this is reaching. I kind of know the answer, but I'm going to ask. I got to ask. Okay, right, I have right, to. Right. When you look at travel softball, uh, travel baseball, do you feel like football? And a lot of guys don't even play their high school sport anymore in certain sports. It's softball and soccer is two sports I can think of in particular. Do you ever think football gets to that point? And the reason why I asked that, let me, let me, let me, let me express that because I know what you're thinking right now. You're probably thinking, oh, there's contact involved. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't account for that. But with the safety issues, because soon we're going to be playing flag football anyway. Do, do, you, do you think it'll get to that point due to the safety issues? You know what's crazy? That's crazy that you hit on that because, like, honestly, like, I, you know, I, and I'm going to the top. Like, I watch NFL football and, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a different game. The, the game is changing. And, um, you know, the more that you have, uh, you know, these, you know, these injuries and these, uh, you know, especially concussion injuries and stuff like that, um, you know, things change. And, 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 and it's a lot of investigation going on behind it. And it's a lot of, uh, you know, thing because, you know, it, you don't. You have to experience to to understand anything in life. You know what I mean. To get results out of anything, you have to do it. You have to it's just trial and error. So we at the point to where, you know, we had we had error now. You know what I mean. We got to figure out how to fix it, and we have to see if if this problem is is something that can be fixed or if it can't be fixed. Now, if it's, if it's a can't be fixed type deal, then I I kind of thought to myself like, man, one day uh, professional football might be flagged, man. I I, I, I I hear you, and I can't say that I disagree with you. I mean, you, you look at, I mean, there's a lot of guys I think probably could still be playing if, if, if it gets to this point. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I ask that, and I ask that because due to, the, there's a couple, I mean, there's obviously a couple reasons why I asked that. And then one of them obviously was just because I understand the safety issues like that. You know, you know college coaches are always looking for any means necessary to look at kids. Uh-huh. Um, to be able to go to a venue uh, where they know they're going to be like you know take for take for instance seven on seven tournaments. Right. I mean, let's go. Let's, let's use the Vegas tournament for instance. I mean, the, that place was dripping with future NFL stars. It, yes. it was. Let's just be honest. I mean, yes. especially college star. I mean, there's probably a Heisman Trophy winner right. or two out there. You right. Uh, there, 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 there's a couple guys going to win those championships. There's a, some first round NFL guys there. There's right. some guys that going to make a career out of. It. I mean, there was a lot of talent out there. Especially on our team. Exactly, right? yeah, exactly. Out true, true, true. Shout out, shout out to the Snoop All Star. Sure. Snoop All Star. But I, I, I look at that and I say to myself, you know, college coaches can't attend. Right. What do you think about that? Um, the fact that they, you know, I, you can go either way with that. Um, I said like this. Uh, at the end of the day, things are gonna get done. By any means necessary, you know what I mean? And not saying I agree or disagree with it, but trust, anything's going to get done. However these guys got to do it, they're going to do it. Me personally, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing in so many words for these guys to come check these guys out because I look at it, me personally, I'm all about the kids and I'm all about them having an the opportunity. Yeah. And you can be the greatest guy in the world. If people don't see it, then it's 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 almost for nothing. Oh, for sure. It's about not what people think you are. I mean, yeah. you know, 
That's just bottom line. It's, exactly. You know, it's so not who you are is who what people think you are. I agree. Right. I agree. And then as me and you know, uh, we got guys who you know are the five star guys. Everybody knows about them. But then me and you, we we discover guys who are jewels, guys that don't have the name yet. But me and you, we help them develop themselves, and you know they running side by side with these five star guys. But it's just that people don't know who they are, and uh, sometimes it take the powers that be. Maybe these college, these head coaches or whoever it is to come see these guys and give them an opportunity like they deserve. Two names in particular I'll say about I'll use in that regard. Uh, Jerry McNichols and Shea Fields were yes, two guys sir. that I will tell you that seven on seven really helped those guys out. I'll be I'll be honest with you. Those two guys were guys who I thought were great players. Yes. Nobody heard of them. Nobody was really talking about it. And all of a sudden now they both are, you know, full scholarship offer kids. So right. seven on seven does help. You know, Dante. You know, I, one of the things that, you know, obviously that me and you have talked about is giving kids opportunity to succeed. Right. Uh, do you feel like, though, the kids are and, and trying to make that happen? Do you feel like kids are all kind of being pressured a lot? Well, I definitely, you know, by these guys being kids, you know, what I mean, 15, 16, 17, all the way to 18 years old, um, I always try to. Uh, you know, talk to other coaches and, and, and un- tell people, understand, these are still kids. So with kids, there's pressure, you know what I mean? Because, you know, they think that it's a one-shot deal, you know what I mean? And they feel like they have to do their best every time they come out or, you know, it can be curtains for them. So there's a lot of pressure, you know what I mean? Then you got guys who've played with each other for years. Then you have a guy with 15 offers and another guy who played with them all his life has zero offers. So that's added pressure right there in itself. So, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there, but, I, you know, I think it's good for guys, you know, like you and myself to be around these kids to, to let them understand that, yeah, there's pressure here, but at the end of the day, if you take care of business, you know, it, it'll happen for you. What do you think about, how do you feel about parental involvement? Um, and now when I ask these yeah. questions now, I, I'm only asking the question. I'm not right. saying that, I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I'm only asking the question just because I want to know what you feel about it. Now, my opinion is one thing. Obviously, we, I'm sure we right. share the same one. I mean, just so the viewers know, hey, man, I think parental involvement should happen. But what do you feel about it as far as, and, and I say that because, you know, cell phone situation. You know, when, when I was coming up, you know, you, your parents, I mean, they go to the, they're on the phone because mm-hmm. they got to call the house phone. Right. Now, we can pick the cell phone up. Mm-hmm. You got your cell phone number. You got your email address. Parents know nothing about it. And I know a lot of situations where that's happened. And I really feel like kids should really involve their parents a little bit more. Let the kid make the decision. What do you feel about that? I definitely think that uh, the parents should be involved in the recruiting process um, just on based on the fact that, you know, that's that kid's parent. Um, at the end of the day, like you say, it should be up to the athlete to uh, pick where he wants to go because he's the one who has to do that four years at school. And, you know, he, he needs to have the best fit coach the best fit, you know, place, society, everything, you know, um, all the above. I, you know, so I think that, uh, you know, the, um, in the recruiting process, you know, yeah, you know, these coaches should talk to the kid, but at the same time involve their parents because it gives them more of a heads up of what may go on with their kid, um, their living situation, you know, all the above. Because like I say, when I went, when I, you know, when I went to college, um, you know, my mom was involved in, you know, when I went into the trip, and it was like cut off at that point right there. And so a lot of things that went on with me and my coaches or whatnot, she didn't know and she didn't understand because they didn't communicate. 
you know, everything with her. And I, you know, I understand that, you know, they don't really have time to, uh, you know, to, to always put in, you know, once you get there, this is a, once you get there process, once you get there, but at the end of the day, that's why you give so much information in the beginning. So, uh, you know, so at the end of the day, so a kid and a parent can know that, uh, you know, well, this, this is how this is supposed to go down. You know what I mean? If any rules are broken or whatnot, these are the consequences, things like that. Cause I had a parent call me yesterday about a kid that I, you know, had sent to a college and, um, the head coach called me yesterday and the kid called me and it was, you know, there was a situation and then the mom called me and she, you know, she knew I knew the, uh, the coach. So she was just asking, you know, Hey, you know, Dante, can you let me know what's up? And I'm like, you know, you guys should have been, I'm thinking myself that you guys should have been had an understanding and talked about this. You know, I'll do my best to get whatever worked out, but that let me know that the, uh, the process with the parent and the kid, I mean, I'm sorry, the process with the kid in the school wasn't a uh, great process, you know what I mean? And that would have helped her understand. Now, I, after I talked to the coach, I gave her understanding and put her at ease. But that part to me, it, it, it just didn't feel right to me because, you know, like I say, once once the uh, once you talk to the parent and the kid, then you got a vibe on what this kid is like and what this kid's parents like and what's going to come with the situation. And I, and I, you know what, we only got about two minutes left in this segment, so I want to make this quick. But one of the things, you know, as far as like with the parental involvement and things like that, I, I feel like to me personally, and this is one of the things that we're going we're gonna to do here at Get It Done Sports, uh, is offer, you know, at our camps is seminars right. for people to understand what the process is like. What verbiage means? Mm-hmm. Because they, they use there's a language, right? Yeah, and, and you got to understand it. Yeah. It's English. Yeah, <laughs> but it's French. Yes, <laughs> you got to understand it. Right. Um, and a lot of parents, like you said, they they just don't know. They they don't understand. Right. You know what this means? What what? As cut and dry as full scholarship says, some people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like that is what people to need to need to understand is there's a language and you right. got to speak that language yes, and that's and you got to understand and you got to do your homework mm-hmm. you got to do your homework there's yeah. nothing wrong with doing your homework um you know but hey here's the thing we got to go we got to take a little break um dante gamble in the studio uh we're doing big things get it done sports radio uh we'll be back in a few minutes uh stay tuned Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Let's do it. Get It Done Sports is one of the top sporting event facilitators and athletic trainers in the country. Get It Done Sports works with athletes to become the best they can be through speed, agility, and weight training, as well as junior high and high school football camps. Get It Done Sports provides an environment that fosters teamwork, discipline, responsibility, respect, family values, and, of course, hard work. With specialized instruction and programs, low athlete-to-coach ratios, and an encouraging learning environment, every athlete gets the level of attention required to improve their skills. At Get It Done Sports, our objective is to develop the next generation of leaders, citizens, and athletes who will become the role models in our communities. For more information about Get It Done Sports training and football camps, please go to www.getitdonesports.com. In life, there are those who make excuses and those who get it done. You only live once. Get it done. 
is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Get It Done Sports Radio with Karif Bird. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Please call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to info at getitdonesportsradio.com. Now, back to the show. We are back. Oh, we just had a guest come in, Mr. Baseball, Brian Hunter in the studio. Uh, we're here with Dante Gamble. We're talking about recruiting, uh, trying to help opportunity get, get kids into school. Uh, Dante, all right, in the last segment, okay, we talked about a couple of different things as far as that goes. Now, you know, tell us about what you're doing and what, what your transformation from being a, a high school college athlete to playing a little pro ball that led you to doing what you're doing right now. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, right now what I'm doing is um, just pretty much uh, skills training, just pretty much football training. At the end of the day, just trying to teach the youth and, uh, you know, guys that, you know, the older guys that are trying to make it, you know, in college and the NFL or what any, you know, pro place that they want to go to. Just teaching these guys how to play basic football and play it at a high level. Um, You know, it all started, you know, of course, at Pop Warner, you know, me having a dream, loving the game as much as I do, um, just having a dream and uh, living out that dream, living out that dream. And then, you know, you, you this part of the game you don't know about because, you know, you're a football player all your life, you know, and uh, it's just it came easy to me. It was just something that um, that are, that it just feels right. It just feels right. So at the end of the day, I love helping kids and I love football and it goes hand in hand. And that's what I'm doing with myself. You know, Dante, you said something, and you probably don't even remember you told me this, but I'm going to go back. All right, uh-huh. this, this is what happens when you, I, I was just telling uh, telling my business partner the other day, Aaron, I said, you also got to be careful what you tell me, because I remember. Yeah. Okay, I won't, I won't forget. Uh-huh. All right, one thing you said to me once, and it kind of struck a, a chord with me because it was something I had talked to my auntie uh, years ago, and I told her, you know, I said, here's the thing, I love sports, and for me, the, the biggest reason I want to be a professional athlete or I don't want to use the word be somebody, but be famous is not for myself or for my own selfish gain. But it, it is just because people tend to listen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can do something good with that. Yeah. And I remember you said that to me yeah. once. And to me, that, that just struck core with me because I remember thinking, I told Monty the exact same thing. It wasn't about the million dollars. I mean, that's nice. Don't get me wrong. I right. love some of that. But, yeah. you know, so let me, let me when, when you do that, is that kind of the attitude you try to approach with the kids? Do you still feel that way? Obviously, I'm sure you do, but I got asked, but do you, you know, do you still feel that way? And is that the kind of attitude you try to get across to your young people today? Yeah, I definitely feel that way. Um, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about because uh, I just think that, um, you know, you know, I, I believe in God and I just believe that, uh, you know, he does things for a reason. And I just really feel that if, you know, when I was a young guy, if the NFL guys that I looked up to, you know, if they, you know, if they went and played ball and just shut shut off to society and didn't do camps here and there or, you know, come and speak to the public. I mean, 
where would my dream be? How would I know how to act? How would I know how to uh, be a professional person without seeing them and doing what they do? And I believe, I believe in my heart, they thought the same way. You know, what I mean, I met, a, you know, I, I got, a, I know a couple guys, a couple friends that I have that, you know, that that are celebrity status or, you know, big time ball players, and you know, they do the same thing. They use their celebrity to, uh, you know, to to communicate with the kids. You know, and then one thing, like I say, it, it, it helps, you know, your, your status helps you at the end of the day, because when you're a kid, you know, you play games like uh, that's my car. You, and you don't pick out a raggedy car. You, you know, you, you pick out the pretty shiny car. True, true. And it's all about that's what it's about. You know, when you're a kid, you know, um, so it's the same thing when you become an adult. So I think as a, you know, as a businessman. That's something that you should use, and it it helps. It definitely helps. The more things that I do as far as football, the more ears I get as far as kids, or the more respect I'll get offhand from a kid. Um, like a lot of clients that I get, I like I get a lot of clients off of referrals. Um, off of you know they'll see a kid that I've trained, and they'll ask the parent or the kid, "Hey, who trained you?" You know what I mean? And it's because that you know. They see how good the kid is, and that's 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 the shiny thing. That's the that's the glamour. That's the glitz, you know. And then once they talk to me, you know, well, okay, I remember you from this, or I heard your name before, or if they don't know anything, they'll ask me, and I'll tell them, hey, you know, I'm Dante Gamble. I played here. Uh, I'm affiliated with this or that, and uh, you know, they they seem to take to that. So I think that using your status or using what you are or who you you know who associated with. Those things help, and and the best thing about it, what I, I always tell people, as far as uh, what we do, it's it's great for a guy like me and you because we're really good at what we do. I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. the love. Appreciate mm-hmm. the love. Let, let me ask you a question. Uh, character. I don't think enough people put stress character. Um, and sadly to say, and I'm, I won't use a name here, but um, there was a kid. You know, we had at one of the camps we did this summer. Uh, Dante, you were there uh, yesterday. Just got himself in a little trouble, and then we don't know the the, uh, the logistics of what happened. I only we read in the paper. Um, we'll leave it at that. Like I said, we'll leave his name out, school, all that kind of stuff. But just got in trouble for alleged alleged rape. We'll, we'll we'll say that. Right. What I don't think to me now, whether or not he did it or he didn't, I don't think young people understand allegations are just as bad. You got to be careful who you talk to. Got to be careful who you hang around because you are who you associate yourself with. Um, And whether you're innocent or guilty, there's always an asterisk by your name when something like that happens. And for especially for a young kid that 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 young who obviously was fighting for a scholarship. Realistically, I mean, we'd be honest, chances have kind of gone south. So to me, you know, what do you what do you feel like as far as kids, what they need to understand about character, because um, I don't think you can stress these things enough to young people. Some of them don't quite get it, and you know what? Quite frankly, a lot of it is based on home training. Yes, sir. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. home training. Um, well, what do you think is, is is a big issue with kids today, as far as character goes? Well, as far as character goes, um, you got that situation once again that these these are kids that we're dealing with. So uh, the biggest thing, I the number one thing I say about for kids is it starts at home it starts at home so parents if you're listening you know even kids if you're listening but number one it starts at home the kid is not going to do what their parents you know it, it only it goes it only goes so far 
I didn't do certain things because my mom didn't tolerate it. My mom made me afraid to make a mistake. Bro. Thank you. I had to fear. That's the difference. I had to fear my mom. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to go and disrespect her name or do anything to put myself in a situation, come back home and have to look her in her eyes and see the hurt in her eyes. You know what I mean? Things like that. So um, it starts at home. And a lot of times, you know, you, you got uh, you got situations. I mean, every situation is different. Some people have both parents at home. Some people have one parent. Some people have no parents at home. Truly, so um, as far as kids, if you're listening um, or if you're coaches and you don't understand these situations where these, these kids don't have anything at home, um, just listen to this. We It, it takes a village. To raise a child. It, take, it, it definitely takes that. a village. As good as my mom was, my coaches helped. Also, I can agree with that. I can't you know, that one. Uh, my, my, my next door neighbor helped. You know what I mean? The guys down the street, hey, man, we don't want you doing this. You I go can, ahead and, I, and I keep going in the, in the right direction. So we all help build character. Uh, it can be somebody that you don't know. You know, if you're at the store, you look and you see somebody, say hi to them. You don't know what kind of day that they, they've had. You know, it's, it, it takes everybody. It takes everybody. But as far as character, uh, young fellas, understand that is big on the recruitment process. They want to know what they're bringing in. They want to know, on the average, who are they spending uh, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, all the way to a hundred thousand dollars on a year for that. Man. They want to know a year. And think to yourself, uh, uh, you know, we all know good people. We all know bad people. Would you invest in a bad person, a person that you know who who's probably going to mess the money off or do something wrong with the money? Would you, you know? And I'm talking to you, young fellas here. Would you would you trust them with money in their hand? And I know the answer is no. So think about the same thing for yourself as your character. Do you think your character is in shape for you to go to a college? Are you going to do the right things on campus? Are you going to go to school? You know, are you going to make sure you never get into any trouble? Are you going to go to practice every day? You know, what I mean, are you going to listen to the coaches? And at the end of the day, these coaches do their homework because it's a lot of money and it is a business, young man. It is a business. So if you seem like you can be as good as you want on the field, but if you are a business risk to these guys, they will pass you right up because at the end of the day, there are thousands and thousands and Lots thousands of guys that have the same talent that you have, if not better. And not better. I agree. Now let me ask you a question. That's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Okay. With it, let, let us go back to what we talked about earlier about the recruiting process, internet, things like that. You know, TV, kids on TV a lot more. They got articles on ESPN a lot more. Um, what do you think as far as, well, what do you think? Do you feel as if that has hurt kids as far as character? Like I said, gift and a curse. It goes both ways. That can be a big aspect on some hurt of the kids because the simple fact that, you know, they're praised. You know what I mean? Some of these kids are, and some kids, you, you know, you can say they're overly praised. So when you do that, it's just kind of like a celebrity, a superstar, where they feel they can't do any wrong above the law. And these kids are starting to feel this way because everybody's patting them on the back saying how great they are. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Your rules are set different. You might be able to get away with not coming to practice or being late because you are a star in your coach's eyes and to your program. So there is that part. It does hurt. It does hurt a kid because, like I say, we got to always understand these are adolescents. They don't, you know, in, in so many words, if they're not taught, they don't know better. At, the, at that point, I call it an ignorance. It's not that you're stupid. It's just that you don't know. True. 
So it does the young and dumb syndrome. Yeah, yes. yeah. So 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 it does hurt um, in some aspects because you got these these kids that feel like they can't do any wrong, and with certain situations, like I don't know what happened with the young man that you were just talking about. He might have been that guy. He might have been that guy that you know he felt like he couldn't do no wrong. Uh, you know, the world is his. And the kid has talent. Let me just say this right now. I don't know. I, you know, that, that's the, it's sad. Regardless right. of right. the situation, I mean, it, it, it's sad. It's sad any, either way for any kid. Let's just say he can't play sports. I mean, it's, it's sad, but, you know, you have opportunities. Please, you got to make the right decision. Decisions right. in this world are key, and they decisions you make today can can hurt you 20 years, 30 years yes. down the road. It never goes away. Yes. You know, these guys don't, I, I just don't think, I mean, like I said, they young. I understand that, but you know, decisions you make at 17, 16, 15, whatever have you, will affect you down the road. I mean, you, I, I'll take a prime example. Randy Moss. Mm. Probably cost him a decision he made when he was 15 years old, 16 years old, cost him five years later in the NFL draft. He went from probably being no one pick. Now, don't get me wrong. Randy Moss had a Hall of Fame career. I'll give yeah. him that. But if you think about it, that was money he can never get back. Mm. He'll never get it back. Ever. If you make a hundred million dollars, granted you probably lost twenty. It's money you'll never get back. Right. And I don't know about you, but I don't have money away, so I ain't as much <laughs> I can. But I, you know, I, I just, I, to, to me personally, I just feel like you know, in this particular situation, I said I don't know the logistics, but sad story, another sad story to me in my eyes, and you know, just it, kids, if you're listening, parents, if you're listening, stay on your kids. You can never. I don't think there's enough parenting you can do, and I, and I, and I really feel like I think we've kind of step back on discipline uh, because here's the thing they're going to discipline you in college yes sir yes and they guess are. what either you're going to follow or you're going to go home yeah I've seen a lot of great players go home I've seen it I too I can tell you right now I know one guy right now that would have been a great NFL running back would have been an all pro and guess what he back at home and he been there and you don't like he, you don't like he run the ball no more let me just say that you don't wow. like he run the football no more mm-hmm. but he back at home all because of woulda, coulda, shoulda, or they didn't do this, or he didn't do that. No, right. you got to take care of yourself. You're responsible for you, and that's the bottom line. And I, and I feel like in this regard, you know, kids just don't, I don't think they get the character aspect of it. And I, and I, I don't want to say that these things have hurt young people. I don't want to use that as a regard, but it has. You have to learn how to handle these things. Yes. And parents, you got to monitor the kids. Know, what, know who's calling them on the phone. Know what coach is calling them. Because if, if I'm a coach as well, too, the parent gets involved. I know for me personally, this is one thing Coach told me. Said, you know, the fact that your mom's so involved and she wants to know so much lets me know that I'm making a good decision here. Yes, sir. Because I know you come from a strong home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but Dante, you know, I, 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 I personally feel like, I mean, what you're doing with these young people is a good thing. I think you just keep it up. Um, my, my next question for you is, though, okay, where do you see yourself? 10 years, where do you see the recruiting process 10 years from now? Based on the rate that it's going right now, we got about three minutes left. Where do you see it it going? And do you see it going in a, a better place? Do you see it staying the same? Or do you see it getting to a point where, give me your do's and don'ts, your pros and cons. Well, uh, with anything, you got pros and cons. Um, let's, uh, let's go with the cons of it first because I always like to end on good notes. Uh, the cons, if I can think of any, um, like I said, it's going to be trial and error. So it's things that I can't even really project. But the things that I can possibly think of is just, that, you know, going on the same pattern that 
these kids getting so much spotlight, um, so much spotlight on the football aspect, but not uh, they're not being taught how to be a as a, a you know a model citizen or you know a great character person, and that's some that. You know, and like you say, in 10 years, you ask me where I'm going to be. Well, I got a lot of plans to help that situation out. Not just being, you know, a, a trainer and making you a great player, but I also have plans on doing things to make these guys great characters, model citizens, and, you know, t- you know, respectful of, of, of their peers and their elders. So uh, wh- how I see myself personally, I, wanna, I like to go to that question where I see this going in the next 10 years, where I see myself, I, I see things, you know, going good because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's all about progression in life. I see uh, the situation getting good. I, I, it's been great for the last few years as far as these kids, you know, being able to get exposed. I think it's just going to get better and better. You got, like I said, you got your gift and curse as far as that goes. Um, you have, uh, you know, with, with, you got even in college now, you got them kids talking about getting paid and things like that. So it's that's going to don't flash the money on Facebook, gentlemen. It does not look good. <laughs> yeah, not at all. fellas. <laughs> it doesn't don't, look don't do good. It. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nah, um, but I you know, me personally, as far as I see myself I, uh, in 10 years, in 10 years, I see myself as one of one of the most important people when it comes to football, top to bottom. I see myself there. I see, and I see this. Uh, I see this guy next to me. <laughs> um, kind of looks like you. <laughs> I think you know. I really think that we're going to be two of the most important people in football. I'm talking about top to bottom. From, I appreciate from, that. From, from, and I'm dead serious. I appreciate from, that. From uh, pop Warner kids all the way to the NFL, and that's one thing I, I know when for sure. I know for sure because I you, you know we're cutting edge guys. You doing you you doing a, a lot with the, with this situation. I see things going real good for us. Well, I appreciate it, Dante. Appreciate that. Hey, we gotta take another break. Um, get it done, Sports Radio. I'm Kareep Bird. He's Dante Gamble. We're gonna be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Uh, take two. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Let's do it. Get It Done Sports is one of the top sporting event facilitators and athletic trainers in the country. Get It Done Sports works with athletes to become the best they can be through speed, agility, and weight training, as well as junior high and high school football camps. Get It Done Sports provides an environment that fosters teamwork, discipline, responsibility, respect, family values, and, of course, hard work. With specialized instruction and programs, low athlete-to-coach ratios, and an encouraging learning environment, every athlete gets the level of attention required to improve their skills. At Get It Done Sports, our objective is to develop the next generation of leaders, citizens, and athletes who will become the role models in our communities. For more information about Get It Done Sports training and football camps, please go to www.getitdonesports.com. In life... 
there are those who make excuses and those who get it done. You only live once. Get it done. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Get It Done Sports Radio with Karif Bird. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Please call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to info at getitdonesportsradio.com. Now, back to the show. We're back. Um, I got to send a shout-out. RPM Embroidery, Doug Prather, hooking us up with the gear today. Um, and I also got to send a shout-out to my business partner, the best business partner in the world, Miss Aaron Brown, making all this happen today. Um, go, you go, girl. Uh, we just got in with Brian Hunter. I know I introduced him in the last segment. He over there sitting quiet, Mr. Baseball, the greatest brave of all time. Uh, uh, B. Hunter, uh, Tomahawk Chop, uh, worst the first. Uh, B. Hunter, thanks for coming in, man. Um, you know, you, you made the trip down. I know you got a kid involved in the recruiting process. What's been kind of one of the things that – tell me some things you like about the process and some things you don't like. Well, my, my oldest son, uh, he's a senior at Chaparral High School in uh, Temecula, California. And um, I, I guess the hardest thing would be he's not one of those, uh, quote, unquote, four-star, two-star, three-star you know, type of players. Um, you know, he, he's going to be on the radar type of guy. Um, you know, it's not difficult, but, you know, we have to do the other things. So he's more like a maybe a D3 type player. So I'm in the process right now just getting all his uh, his videotapes of his games. And I think that's a hard part of it because I don't know that much about it. You know, like you said, I was a baseball guy. So uh, I'm just playing it by ear. You know, people say get the first three games. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do right now. You know, that's that language we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. yeah. So I, I missed that, <laughs> that first bird. segment of it, yeah. so uh, you know, I'm sort of pissed. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm on my. You know, his third game is Friday, so uh, you know, I think right now I got about out of two games, I got probably like uh, 25 plays. So uh, you know, that's pretty good for two plays. Uh, his first year really starting. But uh, on the other hand, he's a he's an academic guy. You know, so he's a four two. You know, GPA and. You know, 1690 on his SAT. So, you know, he, he's that type of student. And, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But it, it's all going to come down to his film. You know, he knows that I know it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. Academics, we touched on that slightly. But I'm going to tell you right now, it is the most important part of the deal because I can tell you right now, I had a great player uh, that couldn't get out this year because he didn't make the grades. And, you know, when you're talking about sports and football, baseball, basketball, anything, and we got Dante in this too tonight, so we're, gonna, we're talking about football mostly. But the thing is, though, when you have grades, you open up the door a lot more. Yeah. There are more options. Because D3 schools are hard to get into, but they have good football. They have good baseball. They have good basketball. They have good, good sports. D2s are hard to get into, but they have good sports. And you can't get into them if you don't have grades. So young people, if you have the grades, I mean, you can do a lot more. And just because I don't get an offer from the great University of Georgia or San Diego <laughs> State or, or you know, Texas, Florida, uh, Alabama, right. just because I don't, doesn't mean I can't play football anymore. Mm. Of course it doesn't. 
Doesn't doesn't that, that's not what it means. It mean I can't play baseball. No, it doesn't. I just have to find other options. And there are ways to get in school. And that's one of the things we're gonna be talking about here on the show in the next couple of weeks. Is what do I do if this doesn't happen? What are my options? Because it doesn't mean you can't play sports. It just means that we gotta find another avenue. And there's ways to get there. But like we talked about before, the lack of information from parents is they don't know. Mm-hmm. Just like Brian just said, here's a guy who played pro baseball for nine years in the majors now. And he says, you know, he doesn't quite understand that because things have changed. And let me ask you a question, Brian. And since we got you in the studio, Mr. Baseball, Mr. October, um, what is the difference for you in baseball recruiting and football recruiting now that you've seen them both? The difference, um, you know, like my, my era was, you know, in the 80s, you know, late 80s, actually middle 80s, 85, 86, 87. Showing your um, age. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the, the thing for us, baseball-wise, I'll go baseball first, and, and a little bit on the football side, if you wasn't a big D1 guy, you just straight go to the JCs. You know, and back then, the JCs were way better than they are now. You know, the JC talent level right now I'm seeing is, you know, pretty much the honorable mention, you know, honorable mention guys in leagues and uh, some second team guys, but pretty much just honorable mention guys and guys who don't have the grades. You know, if 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 you don't if you don't have the grades, that's where you're going. So that that's the biggest difference I see now. You see more kids who, you know, don't have grades and they're going to JCs. To whereas back in the day, it was just that you didn't get a D1 scholarship. So the JC level and competition was way better, you know, back in the day than it is now because it was guys who just, you know, they had grades, but if you didn't get an offer, you know, you were just going to a junior college. You know, and that was that's the biggest difference right now, I see. So you don't think the talent is good? I can't say the talent's not good, but um, – and then, and then let me say one more thing. Another thing is back in the, in the 80s, Long Beach State had a team, you know, Northridge. It was more Cal State Fullerton. I got you, you can go to, you know, you can go to those schools. So if you really ended up at a JC, you know, you really didn't have grades because it was way more on the football side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, baseball was, you know, we're from Southern California. So, you know. I'm from Georgia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> baseball is better. Yeah. <laughs> In Cali. So, um, but, uh, you know. Would you the, play a pro ball at, though? <laughs> <In> <laughs> <Atlanta>. <laughs> it always starts from where you came from. You know, but, uh, you know, the, the, the talent level baseball-wise and talent level football-wise. Because we, you know, I went to Cerritos College, and it was some big-time football players there. You know, my freshman year on the basketball side, my freshman year, Tom Tolbert was there, and he played in the NBA. You know, so competition level, guys flooding the JCs, you know, it was, it was way better than it is now. That's what I see. What, what, do, you, what do you see? I kind of see the same thing. Um, and I think it's more based on what, what Kree's been talking about. It's because we got all these recruiting services and he's seven on, so these kids are getting in school now. So even the guys who weren't on the radar – they're 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 you know they're seen now uh-huh. it's, it's a you know they're able to get viewed so that's why i think that uh the competition level in the jc's is is falling off and i, I agree I, I definitely agree i mean i, I kind of seen a game on tv the other day and it just it was kind of hard to watch look like a high school game yeah right? yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very hard to yeah. watch and like yeah. you say it looked like guys it, it kind of looked like the guys like i coach high school now it looked like the guys that are probably like you know second and third string uh-huh. that just going to jc and uh, it, so it's a different world now because I believe the recruiting services, seven on sevens yep. and things like that. And, then, and even on the baseball side now, you have year round baseball and it's pretty much year round sports yeah. period. Now, you know, back in the day, it wasn't like that. You know, right. 
I played all three sports in high school, but you know, in the summertime, once August, middle August hit, it was all football. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't no more baseball. I wasn't even thinking about it until March. You know, so from that standpoint, seven on sevens. Also, travel baseball, year-round baseball. Every holiday is a tournament somewhere, you know, so that's that's the difference. I think that's the biggest difference. Right. All right, since you mentioned that holiday, you mentioned tournaments and that, all right, and I, I, I want to touch on this earlier. Mm-hmm. Dante said something about this, but you just brought it up again, too. Is it too much? I mean, in, I want your response, too, in, in the case for the kids, it's, it's never too much in the case for the kids because my basis of everything I do is all about opportunities, for the kids. So, um, and in my eyes, it's, uh, in, in that aspect, how I look at it, it's, ne- it's, it's never too much. I, I want every kid to walk the streets that want to play a sport to get in somewhere and play a sport if they can. Yeah, and, and from my standpoint, um, I think it may be too much if you're just focusing on one sport. You know, I, I like kids that can play multiple sports. And coming from the baseball side, being a scout on that side, we really look at kids that can play multiple sports. Um, when I see kids who just play baseball, they're not athletes. You know, and then from the from the football standpoint of it, I've always said if you play football, um, you get that toughness. You get to be a team. You're a teammate. You know, you're mean, uh, strong, wise. And if you can bring that to the baseball field, you're a totally different baseball player. You know, so I always look for kids who can play multiple sports. I'd rather see a kid that can play multiple sports. Haven't you just saying that actually touched on something I was thinking about the other day? And I'm gonna be honest with you, I think. Now you look at high school. Let's let's take high school football again. We'll go back to that. Dante, you probably play receiver, DB, probably some running back, maybe even play a little quarterback in high school. Nowadays, guys only play one position. I don't understand that. Like, I think I and I was talking to some coach the other day. And I kind of feel like it has hurt a lot of kids in a lot of aspects because you're not getting an opportunity to show what you just talked about, athleticism. That's what it's all about. Because they're going to teach you what they want you to know, but you, you're not giving, being given the opportunity to show athleticism. I, I look at, you know, it's, it's almost a bad thing nowadays in high, in, high, in high school sports, especially in football, if a guy plays, you know, offense and defense. Heck, in 1985, you had to do it. You had to do it. I got a question on that. Uh, since you're a coach, I've uh, now it's talking on that. I've always been like, okay, if you're playing a team and they have a number one receiver, and you have a solid receiver too, but he's only playing offense, and he's better. Your solid receiver is better than your DBs, and you're going up against a guy your DBs can't cover. So why can't you know? Why, why wouldn't a coach? Me, as a coach, I'd be like, hey, you going to get that dude if he's, I mean, you'd have to do it, to me personally. Yeah, my my coaching philosophy, my personal, Dante Gambles, um, pretty much the best guy's going to play. If, if I got to get a guy, you know, this is a number one receiver, and my, my starting corner, who's just a corner, can't cover him, but I know my receiver, who's a great athlete, can cover him, and I know he can He's going to go covering, and that's just Got me you. personally. But, uh, you know, every coach, you know, everybody has their own opinions about how they want to do things and things like that. At the end of the day, when you're playing a sport, when you're playing sports, it's about winning. And all, you know, that's that's just that's the key thing. You get in it to win. As far as I'm a competitive guy. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing, I play to win. So at, and as a coach, same thing. Um, I'm going to put my best guy on you, whether he's a traditional corner or not. No, I know this guy. He doesn't want to lose, so he's going to do whatever it takes 
to win. So I'm going to take my starting corner out and I'm going to put my best athlete in. I may not I may not go as far as take the starter corner out, but I may put him on somebody else. You know, but if they got a guy that's killing me. Well, that's that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm yeah. saying, okay, he just bombed my starting guy yeah. for three touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, if it, you you got to fix I, it. I wouldn't <laughs> wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bottom line is, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, this, this is what people need to understand. This is what kids, and you guys just said it best, and it just translates over to what we talk about. Coaches is looking for competitors, and competitors usually equal winners. Yes. Bottom line, mm-hmm. you can't. If I can't win, if you can't help me win, you're no good to me. Yes, sir. And that does not just mean on the field. Because if you're ineligible in the classroom, I can't use you anyway. Right. I need you to be a competitor so you could be a winner. So I so I can win. Right. That's the bottom line. That's what it is. Um, you know what? They're telling me we're out of time. We're oh, just getting man. going. Um, you know what? Let me let me just say thank you to Dante Gamble for coming out. Um, Dante Gamble training, uh, good friend of mine. Appreciate you coming out, brother. Thanks for having um, me. Continue success. Um, you know we we got a lot of things coming up. Me and you do together. So let's let's make it happen. And you know let us let let's do what we say we're gonna do. We we stuck to our guns this long. Let's keep going. Yes. Sir. Um, thanks for coming through. Thanks. We got Mr. Baseball, Brian Hunter, Tomahawk Chop. Uh, Atlanta Braves, the greatest Brave of all time. Uh, thank you for coming out, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listening to us today. We'll see y'all next week, same time, same place. I'm your host, Kareef Bird. Let's get it done. Thanks again for listening to Get It Done Sports Radio, featuring host Kareef Bird. Be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Until then, make it an amazing week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.